when people see a product that has at least five reviews, the likelihood of them purchasing that product versus something that has fewer than five reviews goes up by 270%. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. What's up, everyone? How's it going? How's your evening? Um, if you're watching this live, which I'm trying to pull that up right now, all of my live videos seem to start the same way. Oh, it looks like I'm live. Let me pull that up so I can see people. Um, but that's what I'm doing. So uh, it's it's helpful to see your faces or at least to see the little eyeball counter. I was like, that's how many people are watching you right now, which currently there there are no people watching me right now which is oh my my wife taylor is here um on the other side of the camera so she is watching me intently with daggers <laughs> staring me down so i can stay on topic tonight uh, not really but <laughs> but yeah what is up if you're watching the replay hashtag replay in here let me know uh that you're watching um i always like to see who's watching and uh and if you have any questions or if you just want to chat um just drop them in the comments and i will respond to you um that is why i do these live because i want this to be more of a conversation than just me talking to you through your headphones um but we can actually chat on here and for these late night ones i usually have a cocktail um this is not a cocktail it is just whiskey <laughs> Not much of a cocktail, not much mixing. I did put a little bit of bitters in it for good measure, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna jump on in to the topic, which I will tell you about after these brief messages. Um, the the topic tonight is reviews because reviews are important. Um, we did an episode on reviews way on back in like February of 2020, um, back in the old world, uh, before this new, uh, Pandorosa world that we're living in. Um, but yeah, episode 11, if you want to go listen to some, uh, pretty poor quality audio, I was listening to a little bit today just to see what we even talked about. So that was back season one of the podcast. Um, if you are new around here, season one, um, my friend Rachel Driscoll was also co-host of the podcast, um, and it was fun. We were laughing a lot. The first like eight minutes of the podcast were us just chatting about life and stuff. Um, so for those of you who um, don't like the chit chat and want to get right into it, um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna do today. That's what these shorter episodes are, are more for. Um, just kind of jumping into it. I am. It's only been three minutes. 
It's only been three minutes that I've been chatting and not even all of that is going to make it to the podcast. So, uh, but yeah, if you don't like rabbit trails and, uh, and, and chatter and banter, um, this may not be the podcast for you, or you may just want to read the uh, show notes because I don't banter in the show notes. They're just bullet points. Here you go. Here's the links to all the things. Um, but if you want to have uh, an extra podcast episode, if you are maybe newer or it's been uh, almost two years, um, you can go listen to episode 11 and have some, some fun reminiscing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's get into this new episode of reviews. Um, the 2021 version. I'm always, I don't know, just kind of like looking around, uh, just paying attention to things that are happening in, in my life. Uh, and then sometimes stuff happens that makes me think of, oh, that's like a good business practice or something. because. I don't know. It it feels like I'm an old, boring businessman now, the way that I said that, um, which I may be. I don't know. Um, but I mean, talking about reviews, some people um, may not think that they're that important, but I think that reviews are very important. Um, people definitely want to know that they're getting something of good value and good quality, and reviews are a great way of doing that. Um, sometimes, um, uh, sometimes you can sell your services, your products without reviews, um, just through like word of mouth, which is pretty much just an audible review, uh, that you can only use for certain people, I guess. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's pretty much word of mouth for people who are strangers to each other and they can read other people's stories, whatever they write. Some of these reviews on things are just a novel. It's like three paragraphs about why they bought the sugar-free gummy bears and all the problems that they had after eating the sugar-free gummy bears. Don't buy sugar-free gummy bears, by the way, ever. It is not good. Um, whatever they put in that is not good for you. Uh, but if you want to read some fun reviews, go to, <laughs> go to Amazon and, uh, and look up sugar-free gummy bears. But um, reviews are a way that people can can hear from actual customers, actual clients, whether or not your products or your services are actually good because you can say it all day long, but people don't trust you. Um, not as much as they trust other people who have actually paid you money. And then they're like, no, this is amazing. I had an amazing experience. They trust that a lot more than you saying, I will give you an amazing experience, but give me money first. Um, so they, they like people know, especially in the photography industry, they know that our websites and our social media are pretty much just like the best of the best, which makes sense. It should be. Um, if your website is not the best of your best, uh, you should redo your website and, and update those photos, which by the way, you should probably update the photos on your website. Um, it's, it's crazy how some, some people, myself included, it's probably been like four or five months since I've updated any photos on there. 
Um, and yeah, I've taken better photos in the last four or five months than I did uh, the past years. So I need to update that myself. So John, take note, uh, do that after you listen to this podcast later. Um, but people know that the, the, your website, social media, that's all the best. That's your highlight. They know that. That's why they want to see reviews because they can see, oh, that's an amazing photo, but is that something that you can replicate over and over again? Um, I like, okay, so I'm currently looking for a new office chair. I am currently sitting on uh, an ottoman from our living room and it's, uh, it's fine. It's got a little bit of cushion on it, but, um, but I would like something with a back because if you're watching the video, can see that there's no back um also the audio is probably weird because i was moving far away from the mic there but uh yeah i currently do not have an office chair got rid of mine whenever we moved and i was like that's cool i'll just buy a new one and now i've just been reading reviews so <clears throat> i've i've been looking through reviews on different chairs and not necessarily like reading too much just looking at pictures of what it actually looks like because I've, I've purchased office chairs before and then they get there and I'm like, this is like hard plastic. I thought this was leather. And, um, and those actual, actual photos from real people who have really bought these things. Um, I trust those photos a lot more than I trust someone who was paid lots of money with professional lighting to take all of these like natural looking photos of this chair at a desk. Um, so I've been looking at that. And then also the like star numbers, star ratings of the ratings. Uh, Cause I don't want to get a chair. That's like mostly two star reviews because that does not sound great. And your potential clients are doing the same thing for you. They are. And, and like, I'm spending like a hundred, 200, maybe dollars. I don't want to spend much more than that. Um, but I'm just spending a couple hundred dollars on a chair and I'm looking through all this and your potential clients are spending thousands. So it's even more important that they see some good reviews. Um, little, little statistics in here for you. Um, cause numbers are fun. Um, 88% of people put as much weight into online reviews as they do um, just like word of mouth from a friend, which is a lot. I put more, more weight into uh, word of mouth uh, than online reviews. But for sure, if I'm buying something that I like don't know anything or if I'm like, whenever we were getting married, we did not ask our friends who took their wedding photos. We were looking around at people who had, good ratings and good, good photos seem like good people. Um, yeah. 88% value reviews just as much as word of mouth from a friend. 72% won't buy anything until reading reviews, which is probably me. I'm right in there, especially with something that's more than like, I don't know, 50 bucks or something. Like I've, I've bought a few things that, you know, I, I, I buy stuff on Amazon all the time. If it's just like 30 bucks, I'm like, yeah, that looks good. I'm, I'm going to go with that one. But if it's more expensive, like this microphone that I'm speaking into right now, I did a lot of reviews on different microphones 
different setups, all the different things. And this one seemed the best and also wasn't a thousand dollars. So that's a thing. When you have a product or service uh, that has more than five reviews, doesn't have to be all five stars. Great. If they're all five stars, um, I highly recommend that you ask for people to leave you five-star reviews. Cause I mean, if anyone listens to podcasts, we all ask you to leave a five-star review and, you know, rate the podcast. It helps people listen, all find the podcast, all those different things, which is all true. And if you haven't left a review for the podcast, now's a great time. If you just want to jump on over uh, um, on the app, uh, wherever you're listening, however you can leave reviews. I think you can leave reviews on Spotify now, which is great because before I was on Android and I couldn't leave reviews because everything was on Apple. But yeah, just try and leave a review wherever you're listening. That would be amazing. I would really appreciate that. Um, But when people see a product that has at least five reviews, the likelihood of them purchasing that product versus something that has fewer than five reviews goes up by 270%. That's a lot. Definitely you want to get some reviews. And I'll kind of go into like where to have those reviews. Um, But like for Google, uh, for one, if you have five five star reviews, um, they will start moving you up the list. Like, uh, you know, if you look for photographers near me, and then it comes up with like the map view, and then that list of all the different photographers near you. Um, if you have at least five reviews, and I believe they all you have to have at least five five-star reviews for Google. But if you have five five-star reviews, they will move you up above the people who have no reviews or fewer than five reviews. So definitely get like your, your top five favorite people that you've ever worked with and just ask them for a review. Um, also businesses that claim free listings on uh, four or more uh, free review sites earn 46% more revenue than other businesses. And I am all here for 46% more revenue. I will take that all day. Um, so if you are a wedding photographer, here's five places you can get a free listing for reviews. Wedding Wire, The Knot, Facebook, Yelp, Google. There you go. There's also Zola. Um, there's another one, uh, Wedding and Party Network, I think, is another one that I'm on. Um, but yeah, any of the free ones, like I don't, I don't really update. I don't think I've updated my Yelp in years, but I have it there and it has some reviews. And, uh, I recently had someone who said that they found me through Yelp and I was like, Oh, I should probably update those photos. Cause those are probably from like 2016. But anyway, like look at those free places where you can have listings because one, um, you're it's, it's just going to spread your name out there because some people have different ways. I met someone the other day that uses Bing as their search engine. And I was like, that's so cool. I've never met anyone who uses Bing. Um, but, uh, but there are people who use different search engines for different things. And there are some people who are going to be searching on wedding wire. There's some people who are going to be searching on Yelp. There are some on Google 
And, you know, some people just search on Facebook because uh, Facebook has kind of got a little search thing going on now too, where you can actually search for people. And, uh, and <laughs> I've found, I've had people find me through Facebook, uh, which is interesting because really this right now is pretty much the only thing that I do on Facebook is just record podcasts, talk to you guys. That's it. Um, I don't really do much with my business uh, profile over there. Just kind of send stuff over from Instagram every now and then. Um, But Hey, you know, people can find you from all different places. If you are in all different places. Um, Also a little SEO tip here. If you have those free profiles and then have a link, you know, cause they usually, they have a little link there to like visit website or something like that. Those are all backlinks that count really well for your SEO. So that's going to help boost you up on Google, different search engines, all that kind of stuff. Hey, John, you got a sec? Yeah, friend with the same exact voice as mine. What's up? Do you enjoy going to the post office? You know, I really don't. Those long lines and maybe there's that little like kiosk thing that works sometimes, but the postage doesn't always print and then you have to wait in the long line anyway. So yeah, no. Why do you ask? Well, I think that ShipStation would be perfect for you. ShipStation is a web-based shipping and order management software that makes shipping products so much easier. You can set up automations for your e-commerce site to print postage directly from home automatically. Seriously, it has been a game changer for me and my business. You can easily print and purchase postage directly from your computer right at home or wherever your computer is, and you can get those packages out to your valued clients quicker and with less hassle than traditional shipping methods. That's cool. All right, you got me. How do I sign up? You can sign up for a free 60-day trial at lightdarkco.com slash shipstation. That's lightdarkco.com slash ship station and i'll see you anywhere but the post office cool thanks friend and by the way love your voice thanks that's why you should be asking for reviews and if you are not asking for reviews well i will help you um kind of because it can be weird asking for reviews like Hey, did I do a good job? Can you pat me on the back? Can you like write this really nice thing about me? That would be awesome. I understand that asking for reviews can be weird, but uh, you should be asking. And um, you know the the way that you should ask, uh, just like I was saying earlier with like podcasts, every podcast asks you to leave go leave a five star review. It's not weird to say, hey, please go leave a five-star review. If someone really doesn't feel like they had five-star quality, they're not going to leave a five-star review. The odds are they're probably not going to leave a review. If they were anywhere in like the the four to three range, probably not going to leave a review. It's not that important to them. They're just like, okay, yeah, well, you did what you were supposed to. It's cool. We're done. Um yeah, if they're in like the the one star range, they're probably going to leave a review, um, which I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but one big thing about how to get more reviews is when you ask for reviews, because there are certain times that are better 
to ask for reviews than others. Um, I was at uh, I was at Dutch Bros the other day getting a nice coffee. Um, I was actually getting their their seasonal uh, pumpkin something cold brew with like that uh, that soft foam sweet foam or whatever they call it. I don't know. It's like this this really good foam on top. I don't know. I don't go there enough to know the menu, but um, I pretty much just ask the uh, whoever the new barista person is that's taking my order. I just ask whatever their favorite thing is, and then I get that. Um, so that's what I was getting that day. It was like cold pumpkin cold brew something with foam. Um, so shout out to Dutch Bros, I guess. I don't know. I downloaded their app because why not? I have space on my phone currently. and. Um, and I was going like setting up everything, whatever. I put some money on the the app, scanned it. And then um, afterwards it said, how is your day going? And it had an option of smiley face or frowny face. And I was like, yeah, smiley face. It's going pretty well. You know, dropped off the kids at school. I'm getting a nice coffee right now. Day's going pretty well. And I hit smiley face. and then. It prompted me with, would you, um, you know, please leave a review on how we're doing. And it, it made me think of when we ask for reviews, a lot of times we ask for reviews at the end, you know, we've delivered everything. It's kind of our last little thing. Like we've, we've delivered all the photos. Maybe you even send your USB to them and all that kind of stuff. And that's, pretty much like, Hey, we're done. Like our contract is done. We've fulfilled all the things that we needed to do. And then you send the email of, Hey, um, could you leave us a review on how we did? Um, but I like how Dutch bros did it where it was, it first asked, how are you doing? I didn't press. I mean, I haven't been out. I actually haven't been to Dutch bros since, but, um, (laughs) this was just a couple days ago. Uh, but, but next time I'm going to, I'm going to see what happens whenever I press the frowny face, because what I'm thinking, at least what it, what it brought to my attention for, for business marketing is they wanted to make sure that I was having a great day, having a good experience. They wanted that smiley face. And whenever they saw that I was having a good experience, then they ask for a review and that's what we should be doing too. So whenever I send, uh, like I'll send sneak peeks, uh, for a wedding the next day, sometimes I'll send a review after that. I pretty much send, uh, an email asking for a review. And the first time that I get a response of, Oh my gosh, these are amazing. Some people, they don't do that after the 24 hours, you know, they're enjoying their honeymoon. They're doing stuff. They're out on boats and things, sipping pina coladas. Cause everyone goes to the beach for their honeymoon, right? Like 90% of my couples end up going to the beach. Um, it's always interesting whenever people are like, Oh yeah, we're going to like, I don't know what, what are other things other than a beach? I can only think of beaches. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, it's somewhere I'm sure. But, um, but if it's, you know, the, whenever I send their like full gallery sneak peek week after the wedding, they're going through everything. They're like, Oh my gosh, we teared up. These are amazing. 
our parents are crying, we are crying, everyone loves these photos, then I will respond with like, you know, that's so great. Your wedding was amazing. All that kind of stuff first. And then, hey, so 80% of my business is word of mouth and reviews. That's how people find out about me. That's how they trust me. You probably read a couple of reviews or at least saw that I had some five-star reviews before you booked with me. Um, would Could you just write a little bit about your experience? And then I give them some... Uh, some kind of leading little thoughts, uh, kind of leading them into thoughts. Because sometimes you can be just kind of stuck like, hey, uh, write a review about the entire experience that you had with us. It's like, that is a lot. And I want to make sure that I have everything. So I don't know. Um, but you can just be like, hey, you know, what was there something that really stood out? Was it? And then you can just like list off of a couple different things. Was it? Um, you know, the timeliness that we got back to you, or was it uh, how comfortable you felt? Or, you know, you you can even take part of what they've told you in the past. Like you said that that your engagement session just felt like a date. Like that would be an amazing review if you just want to talk about that. Um, and then have links to where they can leave reviews. Those five different places I talked about earlier, Wedding Wire, The Knot, Facebook, Yelp, Google, um, have links to those in the email, in the text, in the DM, whatever, have links so they don't have to go Google your business name, make sure it's the right one because there's another all heart photo in like Pittsburgh, um, which if you're listening, what's up? We should like collab sometime. Um, but you know you want to make it as easy as it can be for them. Some some businesses will send you like a survey monkey deal where you just answer a few questions and then they turn it into a a review. That's cool too. I just send them the links. I'm just like, hey, this is a link to Google reviews. This is a link to Wedding Wire. This is a link to Facebook. If you could leave a review on one or all of those, that would be amazing. And it just make it super easy for them because that's what you want them to do. You want to make it easy, like least barriers that they have to go through in order to leave a review is the best. Um, because if they have to go search, that's one more, one more obstacle in the way that's just could be like, oh, well, I'll leave a review later. I, you know, I don't want to do that on my phone right now, or I don't want to do that. You know, I have to think about these things and I have to go search for this and I have to find, you know, the, the Zola account and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, make it super easy. Also another thing, you know, if you, um, cause sometimes you will get a bad review, hopefully not. I, I hope that you don't. Um, but sometimes we get bad reviews. Uh, sometimes they're just people who are hurt. Maybe they had higher expectations and communication wasn't super clear and they just felt like they needed more than what they got and they're leaving a bad review. Uh, sometimes it's just random people. I think I told, told this story in episode 11, um, but I got a, a, a random one-star review on Facebook from a dude 
who like talked about outer space and he talked about like a bunch of like weird things that had nothing to do with photography and was like, you know, he did not follow through with all the stuff that he had promised. And I was like, I did not promise to take you to space. I'm not Elon Musk. Um, but you know, those kind of reviews are spam. You can just report those. And I think Facebook just took it down, um, which is great, but sometimes you will get, uh, bad reviews. I got one, um, a while back from, uh, mother of the bride who, you know, my, my, uh, my second shooter's uh, card, uh, SD card corrupted. And we didn't have any backups. So we lost some photos from the day. Um, you know, I did all I could to uh, to recover photos. Ended up recovering like 20 photos from the card, which was great, but still not not great. I guess it wasn't great. It was, uh, it was good to recover at least some, but uh, not great to not have like 200 photos or so that we should have. Um, so she was still hurt that we did not provide all of those moments from her daughter's day, which I totally understand. And I, it was not a, um, a review that I would dispute because yes, we did not follow through with what, what we told them we were going to do. Um, you know, I do have a clause in my contract that doesn't hold me liable if there is a card corruption or something like that. I do, you know, shoot on multiple cards. I highly suggest that you shoot on multiple cards um, for backup just in case something like that happens. And backing up your photos after a photo shoot, three different places where you don't have the photos. Um, but that's that's a whole nother podcast. And I should probably do a podcast on backing up photos. But if you receive a bad review, one star, two star, whatever, I don't think you can do zero stars, but if you receive a bad review, respond to them, reply on the same platform. Like, you know, most, most platforms where you can leave a review, you can reply to that review on that platform. Like don't send them a personal message. You, I mean, you should afterwards anyway, but you should respond on there because some people are going to see, oh, they have one one-star review. Sure, they have 50 five-star reviews, but there's one one-star. What happened there? And like with that one, she talked about how we lost the photos. It had been a few years since the wedding. They still hadn't uh, received all the photos. And, you know, that's, they, they, were, they were sad that they didn't have that. And I was like, okay, um, you know, replied, you want to reply in kindness and at least, um, at least see what they're feeling. Like let them know that they, what they're feeling is being seen and just like, yeah, I totally understand why, you know, you feel this way and this and that. Um, and if it's something that was just like expectations, like I had someone uh, once who their expectations were that their engagement shoot was going to be this big editorial type deal. They were going to be on the cover of a magazine. It was going to be like lights everywhere and, uh, you know, more like a studio type editorial shoot rather than. Uh, all of the photos on my website, which were 
um, more lifestyle and just kind of, you know, laughing, running through a field, that kind of stuff, which is what we ended up doing. And then their expectations were something else and they were disappointed. So with that one, I, I came to them with kindness and it was like, yeah, I totally understand. Um, you know, we, we probably should have done a better job, uh, or uh, don't say probably, um, but, uh, you know, we should have done a better job of communicating what you were looking for and also what we provide and that kind of stuff. And whenever you're coming at it with kindness and you're showing them that, yes, I understand where you are. Um, here's some steps that we could help like with those lost photos in that reply to that review, I even said, you know, that, uh, that showed us where we were lacking in our, uh, redundancy. So now we only photograph in with cameras who have, uh, two card slots so that we can shoot on two at the same time in case this ever happens again, which it has not. And that was like five years ago. But, um, but that's something so that if anyone is looking at that one star review later on, they can see your reply and then get a little, um, feel a little bit better. Uh, if, if you're replying with kindness like that, um, if you're just like, well, forget you and you shouldn't be, you know, leaving me a one-star review, please delete this. This is insane. That does not look good on you. Uh, you should not do that. Uh, I do not recommend, but, um, but yeah, also reply to any review, um, businesses that have that reply to like a quarter or more of their reviews earn like over 35% more revenue than businesses who just don't reply to their reviews. So whenever you get that email being like, Hey, you got a new review on the knot. Don't just be like, sweet. Let me screenshot this and then share it on Instagram so that people can see how amazing I am. And people think that I'm amazing. You can do that for sure. I think that's great. But also log into the knot reply to that and just be like, yes, your wedding day was amazing. I'm so glad that you had such, such a great time with us and just reply to that because that shows that you actually care about your clients and that you actually care about your reviews because you have a hundred reviews and no replies to them. It just looks like you're out there asking for people to leave reviews, but you don't really care what they say. You just want that five star, um, which there are definitely people out there. Don't recommend on doing that. So yeah, reply to, to your reviews. So just kind of summarize the whole thing. Um, ask for reviews, ask whenever they're on a peak of excitement. They just got their, their photos back. They just got a sneak peek. They just got something. They just texted you and just like, we're looking at these photos again, just amazing work. Thank you so much. Hit them with a review um, and reply to reviews and make it super easy for them. Whenever you're sending them the, the request for a review, add those links in there, make it as easy as possible. Um, yeah. If you have any questions about reviews 
or anything else business related um, or any, really anything. I'm always down to chat. Um, so you can, uh, you can DM me, you can post something in, in Facebook. Um, uh, one, one of our, one of our listeners, Belinda, how's it going, Belinda? It's always good seeing you on Facebook and coming in on Instagram now too. I'm seeing you more often. Um, but, uh, Belinda had, uh, posted something about, uh, a possible, uh, podcast topic and I am putting something together right now. So, uh, you can be like Belinda and, uh, and say, Hey, and, uh, and you can, you can ask like, Hey, have you done this, this podcast topic? We're like, I think this is episode 85. So we're getting up there. There's a few, few different topics. So the odds are we've probably covered something at least 85 different topics. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, just say, Hey, I, I always like it whenever people say, Hey, um, what am I loving this week? I always forget that on these solo shows. Um, but, uh, yeah, what am I loving this week? Uh, that's a good question. Probably should have thought of that before. Oh, I'm loving, um, the return of the great British bake off or great British baking show. I don't know. I think they changed the name a few years back. So it's one of those two great, great British baking something. Um, but, uh, it's great. It's good content. It's just a good show. There's always like super kind to each other not a lot of drama, but then some drama because the, the tent is a, a, a balmy 80 degrees and, uh, things are melting and yeah, that's the kind of drama that I like, but, uh, but yeah, I like that. That's what I'm loving this week. Um, I think we're at like uh, episode three as I'm recording this. And um, it's, it's a thing. They come out on Fridays. So every Friday, my wife and I have been having a little date night after the kids go to sleep. We will just watch Great British Bake Off. We'll drink some wine. We'll eat some Oreos or something. I don't know, something fun that we don't do all the time. And, uh, and then just enjoy the show and chat and like, we'll pause it and just like have a good time and, and talk about how weird Noel is and how we remember him from his old Greg days. And um, yeah, it's just a good, good quality show. Uh, so if, if you're a fan of Great British Baking Show, let me know who you're rooting for this year. Um, and if you're not, give it a try. There's like nine seasons now on Netflix. I think there's like 13 if you're listening to this in the UK, um, which I'm a little bit jealous because we don't get channel four out here, obviously. Um, but I might get a VPN so I can actually like watch the, the shows live instead of waiting until Netflix decides to do something. But anyway, that's what I'm loving this week. Um, as always, this podcast is recorded live on Facebook, um, where you can join in the conversation. You can chat with me. We can have some semi face to face conversation here. Um, I do, I am doing, I'm getting back into it. I was traveling a little bit and kind of missed some Fridays, 
but I have been doing uh, some uh, group business coaching every Friday at 2 p.m. Central in the Facebook group. Um, and that one we can definitely do face to face because I share the Zoom link and you can just jump on Zoom with me and ask some questions and we can have a fun time if it's well, I guess it's not late at night because it's at 2 p.m. Um, but if, if if it happens to be late at night for you, whatever time zone you're in, we can share some some cocktails. Anyway, thanks so much for being here. Always good to see you guys. Well, I hope that you learned a lot about reviews, why they're important, uh, why you need them, and why you need to ask for them. Um, and also a few tips on how to do it. So. Um, I hope that was helpful for you. As always, you can find all of the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 85. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can join us for the next live podcast and ask your questions in the Facebook group by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate links and partnerships. There are links to these partnerships, uh, which means that you you get a, a, a great deal from uh, these sponsors and we get a few dollars, which is great. Um, it's a great way for you to support the podcast and I appreciate your support. Um, another great way, since we're talking about reviews, is to leave a review. Um, you can do that, I know for sure, Apple Podcasts, I believe on Spotify. I should probably check that um, before asking you <laughs> to leave reviews again. Um, but yeah, leave us a review, preferably a five-star review. If you have gotten anything out of this podcast that really um, has helped you move forward in your business, uh, in your career, in your photography journey, um, leave us leave us a review. Let us know what you're loving about the podcast. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. You can find me at allheartphoto. Send me a DM. Let's hang out. I would love to connect with you. Um, I love getting to, to see your faces. Um, this is very usually one-sided. Um, as podcasts go. So it is fun to, to see you guys out there on Instagram and Facebook um, and really put some faces uh, to the listeners. Um, until next week, I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye.